This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, Nadpoles. Caldwell here to talk to you about Hero Forge, the best place to get fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. I actually just built a version of my Underdark Gnome Illusion Wizard, Kraslo, for use in a home game my friend has been running, and it was incredibly fun getting to scroll through all the options and details to bring this mage-handed menace to life. Their easy-to-use design tools let you build your perfect miniature online using a fully 3D, in-depth character creator right in your browser. Oh, and before you ask, yes, Hero Forge has goggles, and yes, Kraslo is wearing them. So if you've been thinking about splurging on a miniature for your D&D campaign, wait no longer, because May 2nd to May 9th, Hero Forge is having a spring sale. You can get 10% off all physical miniatures and free shipping, including international shipping on all orders. The figures are tiny, but the savings are huge. To take advantage of this great offer, visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom miniature today and check back often because new content is added every week. Ooh, good to know. Kraslo just got a hat of vermin in the campaign, and I really want to find an annoying top hat for him to wear to represent that. In the meantime, that's it for me. Thanks for listening, and happy forging. Welcome to the campaign after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Bohemia, everyone. Bahumia. I'm your dungeon master, Brian Murphy, joined by Jake Hurwitz. Hard one, surefoot. Emily Axford. Moonshine Sabin, keeping it cricky. <laughs> <laughs> and Caldwell Tanner. Beverly Togel, the best boy of Bohemia. The best boy, yes. Uh, and guys, we're going to be joined by Adam Conover for the last two thirds of the show. Uh, but first, we're going to wrap things up here in Moonstone. So let's do a recap. So last week, you guys fought the barbarians on top of the roof of the Hungry Trout Inn and Tavern and defeated them in the Rain. That's one for the singers. You know? It was yeah. epic. Papa yeah. had his big moment. Uh, Moonshine. Oh, Papa was such a good boy. He was such a good boy. He scampered off. Moonshine told him to go get help. He ran off. He found a druid to help you guys. Uh, and with his help and with the help of the bard and Mishka, you guys were able to defeat Not just any druid, by the way. Yes. Uh, his name was Pieter, mm-hmm. and he is a centaur. Pieter. 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 Um, but also, we're forgetting a very important moment from that fight, which is Hardwan going toe to toe with Goresh yeah. in defense of the watch this catchphrase <laughs> oh, yeah. and defending it and claiming it for his own. Brothers of the calf battling it out. <laughs> a battle of egos for sure. <laughs> so, yeah, you guys defeated the barbarians. You uh, retrieved the staff. Moonshine returned it to the bay, and all was right. All was okay in the bay. All was okay in the bay, (laughs) but all was not on par at the bar. Does that <laughs> that checks out? That that's I, that, okay. that checks out. Yeah, yeah. When you guys went in, you guys went into the bar and you saw that Mishka had been killed. You guys found her amongst a bunch of dead barbarians, so she clearly went down fighting. Beverly was torn up by her death and had his first beer. As you guys all shared a solemn drink in this insane murder scene. <laughs> So that is where you guys find yourself now. You guys are inside the Hungry Trout Inn and Tavern. It is the same night. You guys are just sitting at the bar having a drink while a bunch of druids cast mending spells and clean up the murder scene. I am buzzed and I'm ready <laughs> to booty show up at Shay's door. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I do not sleep I'm well. Buzz, like I don't know how we sleep after we see what happened to Mishka. Yeah, I say we go talk to Shay. Beverly's drunk right now. Let's. I have no spells left to impress her. This is a stupid idea. It's self-destructive. <laughs> I'm that's just, the kind I'm of, spiraling. Yeah, that's y'all. kind of behavior that she sparks. She wakes up the worse than us because she's so hot. So are you guys going to bed or are you going to Shay's this right now? This may be the alcohol talking, but I think we should go talk to that beautiful lady in the grass house. Okay, y'all, I think we're going to see Shay. I'm going to finish my second beer, and yeah, let's go. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, can I do a, a search for any kind of wagon or anything that I can bring the keg with us to? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, just to let you know, this is probably going to turn people off to you a lot because there are druids in there right now that are, like, cleaning up. Mm-hmm. Pieter's kind of trying to be polite and explain the... They just saw their friend die. They fought really hard. They're actually really good people. Okay, we can spin this, though. We can spin this. I'm going to say to Pieter, I know, I know that we are touched by the fermented barley right now, but uh, we need to seek some wisdom. Do you mind if while y'all clean, we show up at a super hot druid woman's house? And You you might not want to call her a super hot druid woman, but, mm. And also, you probably shouldn't bring a keg, but if you wanted to go, I'm sure she would be happy to see you. You know what? Why don't you take this little red wagon of ale okay. and take it out to the people around town? Well, just, nice. I think everyone could use a drink. I say we should all take a walk-me-down, which is where you just pour one to go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're right. just going to take a walk-me-down. I'm going to bury our dead. <laughs> you know what? You take the walk-me-down. <laughs> I uh, I puke on his hooves. <laughs> Please go. Beverly doesn't need any more. You don't need any more to drink. We're going to go see. Please we'll go. go. See I won't walk me please down. Please go. No walk me down please for go. you. Please go. Okay. I we take go. out one of those. Uh, I take out one of those Mardi Gras yard <laughs> <laughs> cups. No, I'm kidding. You guys walk off to the temple to Melora and yep. you see Shay is out there with some of the druids and stuff. And you see she's comforting the green teens who are probably concerned for you guys. <gasps> and as you guys approach, you see Erlin shoots up and sees Beverly and goes, Beverly! And he runs Erlin. over and he hugs Beverly. I, hu- I hug him right back. <laughs> are, you, are, are you okay, man? I could have saved her. Erlen, I could have saved her. You could have saved who, man? Mishka. She was she was yeah. this super cool dragon fighting half-work and I let her die. Erlen, he's pretty distraught. And also, he drank a little too much Sprite. So just maybe leave him alone for <laughs> yeah, a second. Yeah, he's real carbonated. <laughs> he's gassy. Though. He's busy. All right, man. Uh, you see Erlen backs up mm-hmm. and Shay walks up to you guys and she says, I heard about Mishka and the others. Yeah. but Shay, I gotta say, on any other day, I probably would hit on you. But I would times, ask that you didn't. <laughs> times are grave. I'm not even gonna try. Yeah. I'm not even gonna try. I came here with no spells. I am a, I am a, I'm naked. I'm spell naked. We're just three, three champion warriors at your door asking you to love them. <laughs> I feel like you you were hitting on me. You no, said, you not. moonshine. You said you weren't going to hit on me, but a hard one. I feel like no chance. Did you bring one for the road? Do no, you have one for the I road? I didn't. I, that was. It's called walk me down. <laughs> yes, what we brought t- walk me down. Really, but... the alcohol has so little effect on me. <laughs> Most of it ends up in the beard. You see, uh, from inside the temple, <gasps> Mateo and Scoutmaster Denny walk out. Denny. Scoutmaster Denny goes, oh, hey, campers of the light, I saw you. Notice you didn't uh, quite run after that bear when he had me, huh? 
I want to kill him. I want to kill him. <laughs> nope, it's okay. Hey, we're good. I'm reaching oh, for my axe. Nope, we're good. Hey, I, I you know what? I'm going to go back in the temple. Actually, <laughs> go back in the temple. I fall to my knees and I say, Melora, why do you take Mishka but you spare Denny? Why, Melora, why? You hear from inside the temple. I can hear you. <laughs> Good. Uh, Shay, we have a whole bunch of weird magic shit, and also we need to rest. Can we please come Yes, you're, you're free to rest in the temple, and also um, I, I'd be happy to talk to you about anything. First off, thank you for defending our town. We It would have been lost without you. Laura, I know I said I wasn't going to hit on you, and I'm not. But I am just going to say that... You don't have to say anything. Just, I'm uh, just going to say that you, okay. I wielded a trident. <laughs> you should have seen me. If you weren't so drunk and stumbling over your words, I may have been very impressed. But thank you for th- thank you for throwing it back in the bag. A lesser druid might have taken it for their own. Your hair oh, smells real nice. Okay. <laughs> you see, she so turns sorry. to hard one. You hit on me, but maybe the less least offensively so far... You mentioned something about some magic items. What? Yeah, so we have, we've got this, uh, this evil-seeming sword. Okay. And uh, can you tell us what this is? She looks at it. You've got it, like, wrapped up in some clothes. We said some Wrangler jeans. She... <laughs> These are the Brett Favre deep crotch jeans. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, deep she... crotch, hi, honey. She unravels it, uh, and she looks at it, and she says, Well, I'm, I'm not a a cleric or a a wizard, it would be difficult for me to identify this item, but I can sense a great evil from it, and I'm very glad that you were all smart enough not to wield it, because it very easily could have driven you mad. I look at it. I'm going to hang on to it. (laughs) While it's um, partially unsheathed, I kind of look at it. Don't let him anywhere near this while he's drunk. (laughs) And also, thank you for saving the other green teens, Please don't let this one drink in the future. He's he's oh. a boy. Yeah, no, it was a... Yeah, You really was, had to be there. Although I suppose no. he is de- decapitating people and such. You know what? It's fine. The scoutmaster said it was fine. Teeth. Okay. Shay... You, you need it, to get this sword to a wizard or to a cleric. We can't really oh, help you with that here in Moonstone. Okay, okay, we will do... Well, where would they be? There's no wizards or clerics here in Moonstone? There are some clerics and... Honestly, we don't got wizards down by the creek. <laughs> what do you have down by the creek? Uh, well, mud mages. We got well mud golems. We got mud golems. They run around. We make them, and then they be then they start making their own rules and following their own. Rules. Oh, I'm like so a... sorry, Shad. I'm wasting your yes, time. Yes, you I'm so absolutely sorry. are. Uh, the so, mouth of a crick, you know. Uh, on the way up north to Galateron, there's a small city called Esri, and they do a lot of arcane research there, and there are scientists. Oh they yeah, my probably... family has a summer house there. They could identify. Don't flaunt your wealth so much, Beth. (laughs) (laughs) That item. Was there anything else? Uh, We have this. uh, We've got what seems to be a dragon egg. (laughs) You hold that up and you see her eyes go wide. And she says, where did you get that? We went to the Sunken Keep. Uh, I think it was the house of some madman. We solved a puzzle. Yeah. So I believe, I believe Indoor voice it was the house of uh, some wealthy noble gone mad with power. And this right. dragon egg was sort of shoved into something that seemed like it was used to hold something else fancy. So this is the spawn of Shadowfang. I believe so. Yeah, no. it's, it's their daughter. Do you think we should just crack it? And I mean, I don't mean, I don't want to say the A word, but. <laughs> well, 
Now, I don't want to seem greedy here, but this town was, in a strange way, protected when Shadowfang was here. We were safe from outside invaders. And Shadowfang was evil and ruled with an iron fist, but if a team of druids could all work together, perhaps we would be able to if tame this If you raised a nice baby dragon. That's right. Now, chromatic dragons are, are usually born cruel, selfish, and distrustful. That is their nature. But perhaps, under just the right circumstances, they could be nurtured. Nature versus nurture. To use those instincts for good. I love that, Shay. I, I really do. We're all super impressed by you, Shay. Yeah. <laughs> Real quick, just great. one downward dog just so we can check. If you, you could, know, tell you what. If, if I do a downward dog right now, will you give me that dragon if egg? you will just <laughs> let us rest here and lead us in a morning yoga, we will we'll happily leave the dragon yeah. egg behind. Hot Pilates, please. Yeah, some, yeah. Can we do hot? Yeah, we'd like a, 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 a night's Pilates. rest and then a hot, a hot Pilates. Okay, yeah. how about just hot regular... Hot hotter Pilates. How about hot breakfast... Regular Pilates. <laughs> I, I could be persuaded. Right. Um, what's in it for us if we give you the egg? The, exactly what she just said. The Pilates. The hot Pilates. The okay, that doesn't seem quite equivalent to, you know. Yeah, but I, we're, I, you know, Moonstone. Well, I'm on the side of Moonstone. Can we come visit the dragon baby? <gasps> you can absolutely come visit can the dragon baby. Can we name it? But I would also say, young Beverly, you are a green knight and a servant of Pelor. You shouldn't have to <gasps> get anything. In order to give something. He's very You're drunk. Right. He is <laughs> right. No, wasted. no, no. She's right. I've acted against Pelor in this moment. And I'm... It's almost time for me to take my oath of the ancients. I should be thinking better. I should be acting better. Please punish me as you will. And I, I prostrate myself. <laughs> oh, young man. She just... She just Picks you I up swear, Shay, under... we never do anything. We don't spank him or anything like that. I don't know where this comes from. I don't believe you, but... <laughs> It's okay. She throws Beverly over her shoulder and says, come into the temple, get a good night's rest, and we'll talk again in the morning. I try to puke, but there's nothing left. Wretch. Beverly wretches. (laughs) You guys all go to bed, and you wake up, and there is a warm breakfast for you, and Shay leads you guys in some morning yoga. Cool. It is literally morning yoga, M O U R. So we're all weeping and hungover. Yeah, we're all weeping. You guys are doing this in the back of the temple. This is where some of the people are being buried. We're wearing black yoga pants. I would like to create a mushroom garden in Moonstone, like in like the town square, um, in honor of those that fell. So it's like a beautiful mushroom garden, like every all types of mushrooms. Beautiful. Go ahead and roll me just like a raw wisdom or like a religion check, whatever you want. I got a seven. <laughs> a seven. <laughs> the mushroom garden is fine. The mushroom garden pops up, and there are just a couple of bulbous, very gross, very poisonous mushrooms they representing might pick those. Person. They might weed those after we leave. Okay, I, I hammer in a little sign so it's very clear. I say, Memorial Mushroom Garden, do not eat. Do not eat. Yeah, you try to write rest in peas, but you misspell it, and it says peas. Uh, so, yep, yeah, so they do a little ceremony for all of the dead, you find out that Mishka had requested a Viking funeral. Dope. Uh, so she goes oh, out man. onto the bay in a little boat pyre. She says a few words about Mishka. She refers to Mishka as the town's last homegrown hero. Uh, 
I do want to, um, in, in the light of the morning, I want to go back and maybe, um, is it cool if I take uh, Rusty's violin? Sure. You, you want to take Old, old Betsy? Betsy. I, just, old Betsy? I think he probably would have been buried with Old Betsy, but we oh, like, no, 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 steal no, them from his cold dead hands. Yeah. No, not going to rob Rusty. Rusty can be buried with Old Betsy. That's Yeah, that's okay. better. Okay. <laughs> so I am going to take a gold tooth from... From Rusty. <laughs> no, from, from Buresh. I'm going to take Betsy, but you want one of his teeth. I, accident, I absolutely take a gold tooth from Dope. Buresh. You get a gold tooth from Goresh. So, yeah, so you guys send Mishka off. You guys bury the bard. Uh, they get. They say a few words about the bard. Uh, and then after she's talking about the bard, you see Shay turns and all the druids turn. And in a patch of grass behind the temple, there is a single flower growing. And she says, and let us not forget Mother Thistle. Thistle mm. actually died several weeks ago. And you hear a few of the fishermen like kind of oh. gasp, but the druids kind of knew what was up. And she says, the druids kept it a secret because we didn't want to show any more weakness while the barbarians were here. And to be honest... I didn't know if you all could handle it, but I think what we've learned here is that we can endure anything. Rest well, Mother Thistle. Uh, and it's quiet. And suddenly, you hear Scoutmaster Denny pipe up. Well, well uh, if, if we're honoring people, then I'd just like to say a few words. I <laughs> uh, really, is this the... I try, to, I try to tug on his, on his khakis. Uh, I should not well like in Moonstone. <laughs> Shay just says... It's fine. Just let him do it. <laughs> and Scoutmaster Denny uh, stands in the front. All right. Let's hear it for Mother Thistle, eh, gang? Oh. Hip, <laughs> clap hip, it up. Yep. Hip, hip, hooray. All right. All right. Hard one doesn't clap. <laughs> no, nobody claps. It's I, just... I begrudgingly clap. <laughs> There's some polite clapping. I have a very forced smile on. Smattering of applause. <laughs> I'd like to say a few words about the Green Knights. Now, the Green Knights are different than regular paladins. We, like our brothers and sisters in the light, fight for our god, yes. But we also fight for the earth and all its campers. Yeah. That is why the animal relations badge is so important. <gasps> so that we can communicate with animals and see how best we can help our furry pals. Beverly, you've, yes? already, you've already saved your fellow green teens and gotten me out of a lot of legal trouble. <laughs> so I'm willing to overlook the fact that you've never earned your cooking badge. You <sighs> just need to prove that you can commune with animals and I'll induct you into the Green Knights right here, right now. Are you up to the challenge, Beverly? Oh my gosh. I'm you... sorry, this is like borderline insensitive. <laughs> this is a memorial and Denny yeah, just kind of hijacked you, this. You hijacked a funeral, man. <laughs> Break I... out the ceremonial. <laughs> Gong! <laughs> this, you turned a eulogy into a contest. He pulls out, he pulls out the gong and he bangs it. <laughs> no. The jamboreen is back on, everyone! Kalu 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 y'all. Where death is laid foul, so too may flowers grow. That is why we celebrate in these mournful days. Oh, that's true. Huh? That's true. Circle of life. I yep. just don't like that Denny leads anything. Yeah, me too. Um, did we, did we rested, right? Oh, yeah. So I got my spell slots back. All uh -huh. right. Uh, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to use talk to animals. Cool. There's a, a few deer around, some birds, and Yo, there's also... Yeah, there's Bojangles. There's also, there's also Pawpaw. Uh, oh, 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 shit. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be Pawpaw. I cast Speak with Animals, uh, and I turn to Pawpaw, and I say, hi. <laughs> I think he's talking to me. Uh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Pawpaw, it's, it's me, Beverly. How's it going? So Beverly kind of takes center stage, looks right at Pawpaw, his eyes glow green, and Pawpaw 
not used to this, not used to being able to understand what people are saying, Papa turns his head at you and goes, I'm doing pretty good down out here. How, how, how you doing? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, you, uh, you're very energetic. I oh, guess yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> thank you. I just wanted to say thank you for all your help for, uh, for finding Pieter and for just assisting us in all the ways. You're a uh, horse man. I like the horse man. Yeah. Ha, ha, oh, ha. You're just like five Jonas, huh? <laughs> <laughs> see, see uh, Scoutmaster Denny says, well, I, I wasn't in on that conversation, but it sounds right to me. Congratulations, Beverly. All right. Everyone cheers. Uh, Scoutmaster <laughs> Denny starts bowing. Yeah. You don't bow. I play the, <laughs> you don't bow. Right. I take out new Betsy, and I start playing a fiddle in honor. You start playing a, a fiddle song. The jamboree starts. They hit the ceremonial gong. Oh, shit, the jamboree. The jamboree's on. They start cooking the feast of Palor. Everyone starts to I get. I want to twirl in a circle with Erlen. Yeah, there's. Tossing them up and catching them. <laughs> I do I do want to help with the feast to prove that even though I didn't get my cooking badge, I'm up to the challenge. Oh, come back into the kitchen with me? Yeah, we're back in the I kitchen. I got every burner going. Moon, <laughs> Moonshine and Beverly go back. They make a jambalaya for everyone. We um, got jambalaya. We got gumbo. We got paella. We got chowder. Everyone is in the freshly cleaned Hungry Trout Inn celebrating. Everybody's drinking. Everybody's having fun. It's the Feast of Palor. Hard one is river dancing. Hard one is yeah. having a, a, a fantastic time river dancing. Moonshine is a talk at Shay's in the kitchen, and Moonshine's like feeding her little uh, little spoons, being like, how's that taste? Is that good? <laughs> it's actually, nice? For being bullywug legs, it's actually pretty good. That's good, right? You see, after the feast, Denny wheels out <laughs> green scale mail. <gasps> and for our new junior green knights, I would like to award Beverly Tollgold with getting to see his scoutmaster wear a brand new set of armor. <laughs> and he goes and he starts putting oh, it on. I have cool. checked Denny. Just kidding, y'all, just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'll present I'll the present kid with the okay, armor. All, all right. right, no, you're fucking, right. you are a craven piece of shit. Okay. <laughs> Beverly, as uh, as your co-scoutmaster, Moonshine, want to come out here? Okay, oh, yep, yeah. oh, I'm wiping my saucy hands off my apron. Let's present the kid with his brand new. <gasps> Oh my yeah. gosh! You have to say the Green Knight's plight. Okay. Great. I'm gonna rip the scroll from his hand. <laughs> All right. So I give you guys. Uh, he gives you guys pieces of paper. Here you guys go. This is the Green Knight's plight. If you guys could all oh, wow. read it in unison to induct Beverly into the Green Knights. One, two, three. The, the Green, Green Knights fight with all their might, and though no, no slight, we make things right. right. But should the night's blight dim our sight, we'll smile that fright with a light so bright. Kalu Kalei! Everyone cheers. Uh, you now have scale mail. Your AC goes up by one. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Your AC's 19. It's 19, oh, boy, baby. It's beautiful. Um, I think in a private moment, I do pick up the amulet of Pelor. Uh, and I make a solemn promise to Pelor in this moment as well. Beautiful. Yeah. You feel Pelor's light shine on yeah. you in the sun. I'm the just sun going around. Just right. I'm just going around <laughs> making sure everyone got fed. <laughs> I'm going good. around to any skinny people being like, you should eat a little more. Take a little more. I'm eating a lot because I'm definitely still hungover. The feast wraps up. It becomes night. Uh, they make a big bonfire, and everyone's sitting around the bonfire. Denny's trying to tell stories, but Shay kind of <laughs> shuts him up and pushes him to the side. I pen a quick, uh, well, no, I don't pen it. I dictate a quick note 
uh, Papa pens it, um, <laughs> that uh, to Denny, kindly requesting that he retire from any job that involves him influencing children. I'll sign it. <laughs> you guys sign Co-signed it. Co-signed by Hardwick. You guys pass it around. All of the fishermen sign it and everything. And Denny looks at it and he goes, yep, well, pretty much unanimous, huh? <laughs> Maybe I'll just stick around here and, and, and be a tour guide. Yes, yeah. that would be, well... You really should, as long as all of the people you give tours to aren't teens. How about yeah. there needs to be another adult present? <laughs> yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. Good. I like that. Um, wow, that sounds bad, huh? Yeah, you're, I mean, your tour sounds destined to fail, okay. but I'm fine with that. Oh, boy. <laughs> Scoutmaster Denny, before you are banned from the green teens forever, uh, I need to know, what should my next move be? What do I need to do to become a full-fledged green knight? Beverly... I gotta be honest, kid. You're better at this than I am. Uh, huh. I don't know. So you saying I should follow my own heart? Oh, actually, uh, I was supposed to give this to you. Uh, it's a note from your dad. I was supposed to give it to you uh, when you graduated. Oh, sh- oh, shoot. Oh my gosh. Huh. Yeah, this is his sigil for sure. I, I, uh, I carefully unpeel the wax sigil, preserving it so that I can, um, you know, add it to my collection. And I, I read it out <laughs> you loud. Open it up with a tooth. <laughs> <laughs> Beverly, congratulations. You've done an Adequate job. Okay. Now, hurry home to Galateron. The king is naming a new High Septon in two weeks. Your mother would be disappointed if you weren't there. <laughs> Sounds like mother. Regards, father. Oh, jeez, I gotta get back to Galateron. You got some cold upbringing. No, hey, this is pretty this At least is your pretty parents warm. were alive. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's you know. That's true. You know what? Count your blessings. Yeah, on a, on a, um, uh, I guess on a spectrum, that's pretty good. Let's get this tiny knight to Galateron. And we yeah. pass through Esri on the way ah, uh, and okay. ask about that sword. Yes, okay, cool. We'll, we'll spend the night in Esri. Would you guys, as my scoutmasters, accompany me back home? Yes, I, I feel very invested in getting you and these other little liabilities home. As strange as you are, you are my only two friends. <laughs> I have nowhere else to go. Wait, you don't have friends back at the mountain? I have. Did something happen at the mountain? What are you running from? I, just, I, got, I really outgrew the mountain. Oh. I, have, I have an ex, but it's a whole thing. Oh. <laughs> it's a whole thing. So you left because of a girl? It's not. Yeah. I, I had a tough breakup. I guess that's the thing. That is the I had thing. a really bad breakup. Wow. Usually adventurers have a way bigger, uh, way more exciting backstory, so but Shay, just left because of a girl. Shay approaches she you guys me. as you guys are talking, um, and she says, would you guys like to be here when we hatch the egg? Assuming you're okay with Moonstone keeping the egg. Oh, you guys I could definitely keep the egg. Not. Yeah, you guys yeah. can. As long as we can come back and sort of be like fun aunts and uncles that show up every once in a while and bring it toys, and we do get to name it. You do get to name it. Yes. I was going to suggest that. I think we should um, name it Moonshine. Papa. I was actually <gasps> hoping that you would be able to help us. Yeah. Oh, <gasps> because we're going to have to wrangle this thing. It's going to be nuts. Oh, I know. This is going to be crazy. Wrangling. Yeah. <laughs> We will all need um, to wrangle. If you need to help wrangling, you came to the right trick. So Moonshine and the other druids, you guys see Pieter and um, Mateo. Mateo stands there. Petri and Matt. Shay. Petri and Matt. Shay kind of moves Mateo to be like more towards the back. He might not be as good of a druid as he was being. <laughs> I love, I just want to help this dragon. So please stand back. Please stand back. Let Pieter in. I knew in. he was bad. His pecs just don't glisten. Do you see that? <laughs> yeah, she makes she makes room so that Mateo can stand back and Moonshine can kind of fill in in his place. And all of the all of the druids stand around this fire. Hard one, would you like to place the egg into the fire? Sure. 
I toss my beard over my shoulder so it doesn't <laughs> catch. Good. I'm going to walk to the fire, place the egg gingerly on top. Place egg gingerly on top, badly oh, burning yourself Lord. for how close you get to the fire. That's fine. <laughs> just, Worth uh, it. Ah, ah, just real hot. Uh, you guys see the egg moves fitfully and vibrates oh, until finally this little black dragon hatchling bursts from the shell with a loud screech. It takes flight with awkward, unsure wings and it dips in to like attack the crowd. Uh, when suddenly you see all of the druids' eyes turn green and you see the dragon stop as if being held in place by like an invisible hand. It turns to Shay, her eyes glowing green with power and she holds her hands up to it, inviting it. They're in an intense stare down as she and all of the druids focus all of their energy onto it. The dragon hashling flutters and screeches with fury in her face. Her forehead is tense with veins bulging. You see the other druids are also tense. Moonshine, why don't you go ahead and give me uh, like a spell attack? Oh. As you're helping with this. I got a nat one. Roll with advantage. Oh. Roll, with advantage. Roll with advantage. Again. Holy shit. Did you just roll two ones in a row? Oh. That is insane. Oh, no. This dragon turns to moonshine and <gasps> lets out an acid breath attack. Give me a dexterity saving throw. Whoa. What? <gasps> what? No way. <laughs> Did you just roll a third one? Oh. That's a gift. Go back to the gift dice. Go back, Go to, back the to the purple dice. dice. Immediately. This is absolutely insane. I thought this was just flavor, but this thing is gonna fuck you up. Okay, you and Mateo get hit with... <laughs> for 13 damage. Okay. Ah! Get hit with 13 damage. Beverly and Hard One, you guys need to get involved. What All do right. you guys do to help? I, um, is um, it, is yeah. it close enough that I could jump up and try to grab yeah, it? Yeah, you could try to grab it. Um, Give me an I'm athletic gonna, yeah. That is a 16. Okay, uh, what did you get? That's uh, a uh, 16 plus animal handling, which is three, so 19. Dope. So I go up, grab his legs, and try to be in okay. Beverly. It's okay. To... It's okay. Okay. Yeah. So uh, he only rolled a seven on his athletics. So this this dragon just breathed this crazy acid breath <laughs> down onto Moonshine, who rolled three ones in a row. Jesus. Insane. <laughs> this was supposed to be a cutscene, but some things just can't be helped. Uh, she's being attacked. Hard One and Beverly tackle the dragon as Beverly starts to pet it. It's okay. Moonshine, you're able to regather yourself. Death, I'm coming for you. You focus, you focus your energy. All of the druids focus their energy. And finally, the dragon calms down to the point that it just is just like nipping people instead oh, of trying shit. to kill them. He's just exploratory nipping, yeah, just like biting at people. That's regular old Pawpaw style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, he's yeah. Used to this. You see Pawpaw runs up and starts biting at the dragon. They start biting at each other. Aww. They start wrestling. And Shay turns to you guys and says, well, that was insane. <laughs> well, what Shay, that kind of shit happens to us all the time. <laughs> I, um, I try and blame it on Mateo. I'm like, I'm telling you, Mateo was off script back there. <laughs> I, That's why. You know what? He doesn't. He doesn't read. I, Isn't that insane? I know, imagine not being able to read. <laughs> he can read. He just chooses not to. I can to. read. I just don't like to. <laughs> yeah, Animals. that was all Mateo. I was just in the line of sight. Uh, what would you like to name the dragon? Papa. Papa too. Papa too. <laughs> Papa so we're not going to honor the dead Mishka. Oh. I think. You know what? I think we're going to name it Old Beverly. 
That's all it too. Old Beverly. Old Beverly. I like that. What about um, Mishka Beverly Pawpaw II? Oh, wait, no. I'm <laughs> Mishka Beverly Pawpaw II. I think that's a Mishka great name. Mishka Beverly Pawpaw II. <laughs> it's perfect. I don't, there wasn't a first. We've got too um, many people to honor. The second of his name. Somehow. <laughs> it's the second Beverly. Well, technically yeah. the third Beverly. Okay. Sorry, repeat the name again. Mishka Mish- Beverly Pawpaw the Second. <laughs> All right, everyone. The Mishy. dragon's I'm... name is Mishka Pawpaw Beverly the Second. Y'all, I you kind of regret him. letting us name the dragon. Huh? <laughs> I, you know what? We might just change the name after you guys leave. I, I just hope on our less. travels that we can find a keychain that says Mishka <laughs> Beverly Pawpaw the Second on it. We'll you bring know? it back as a gift. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. Well, I'm sure you need to be on your way, but. We'll miss you. Be sure to come back to Moonstone. Hey, can somebody heal our girl real quick? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, since uh, I, since Mateo's Mateo's uh, <laughs> shit got me. Pieter Pieter says you can call me Petri if you would like, uh, and oh, he, he cure wounds. I'm sorry. You. Is there a difference between what you say and I say? I could swear uh, I'm saying he heals right. you back up to full. You're good. Oh, Great. thank you, Petri. Cool. Uh, now, can we ride out of here on Bojangles? On Bojangles. <laughs> you gave us a dragon. You can have Bojangles. <gasps> and you hear a few fishermen go, "Aw, <laughs> we'll send." <laughs> He's the mayor. And he's going to run for president. (laughs) (laughs) We'll give you Bojangles and a couple other horses. You've more than earned that. Hell yeah. Thank you so much. So you guys take your horses and you ride off. Guys, we're going to take a little break and then we're going to be joined by Adam Conover. Hey, everybody. It's Emily here to talk to you about Mint Mobile. It's spring cleaning. We're getting rid of the things that don't serve us anymore, and you know what doesn't serve anyone? Expensive phone bills. If you'd like to declutter your finances, it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer, and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. That's mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash P-A-W-P-A-W. $45 upfront payment minimum required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Goodbye, sweeties. Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Aura Frames. Are you looking for the perfect gift to celebrate the moms in your life? Well, look no further. Aura Frames are the beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames that allow you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload and share photos via the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. My mom, my mother-in-law, and my grandmother-in-law all have auras from me and they love them. So from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, and even the friends in your life, every mom loves an aura frame named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. Trademark, brother. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. They're easy to set up, they are the perfect gift, and they've got unlimited storage, unlimited photos and videos. You can invite as many people as you want to a frame. There are absolutely no hidden fees or subscriptions. How beautiful is that? And right now, 
Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That is Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use the code PAWPAW at checkout to save terms and conditions apply. Thank you, everybody. Welcome back, everyone. We've got our first guest, Adam Conover. Oh my gosh, hello. Hello, wow. Adam. I'm so excited to be here. True story about me. Can I just open it with this? Please. Yeah. True story about me. As a teenager, I owned hundreds of dollars worth of RPG books. I bought like D and D and like the dark, the whatever, the White Wolf games and everything. I bought, I bought all the books. I had no friends, so I never played. Uh, <laughs> that is fucking. Tragic. I would buy RPG games, never played a game of D and D until I was like in my late twenties, and uh, it still uh, it allows me to live out my the childhood I never had. So I'm very excited to be here. Aww. Yeah, the, we're so happy to have you. The Dungeoneer's Dilemma, as they call it. <laughs> Look, if, it's really hard to put together a game if none of the other kids like you. <laughs> they don't want to spend six hours at your house. Especially when you were a kid. That was probably like 3.5 or like, was it, was, it Advanced it was Dungeons and Dragons? It was second edition. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was second edition. Oh my God. That's I crunchy. just had a lot of fun reading the books and looking at the pretty pictures. Yeah, That would be a tough sell for good friends. <laughs> yeah. Second edition. That's a tough sell. It was a lot. Cool. So we're going to meet. Nobody knows what Adam's character is except for me and Adam. Whoa. It's our little secret. So you guys yeah. have not met Adam's character yet, but you guys are on your way up to Galateron to go visit uh, Bev's family. Esri. Passing through Esri. This Born time. on the noble back of Bojangles. Uh, the mare horse. Yeah, the mare horse. <laughs> He's a mare and a mare. Who's riding Bojangles? Which one of them? Oh, yeah. Who gets uh, Bojangles? Bojangles, I've wild-shaped into a horse, and Bojangles is riding me. <laughs> That's how Bojangles this is travels. In- insane. And I'm riding on uh, Emily, who's riding on Bojangles. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Uh, you- Moonshine. Sorry. Yeah. Who- Entirely I stupid. I Emily people. Cool. <laughs> guys, let's meet Adam, huh? Yeah. So, um, so you guys also leveled up. You guys leveled up at the end of Moonstone, so you guys are all level four as you arrive. So Woo. let me give you guys a little bit of background Crazy. on Esri. So Esri is a small city and a hub for arcane research and experimentation. During the war against Osmodius, a scientist from the city of Esri named Professor Duddle developed a way to produce synthetic eldritch knights by injecting soldiers with the blood of wild magic sorcerers, giving normal fighters access to innate arcane abilities. Yo, this is some sci-fi shit. Yeah, that seems normal and good. (laughs) Unfortunately, once word got out that they were producing super soldiers, Esri quickly became a popular target of the Dark Army, but with the help of Alanis, the legendary elf wizard, Esri scientists developed a force field bubble to protect the city center and their research. The city continued to produce synthetic eldritch knights that proved integral in the war against Osmodius. But now, the city is in a crisis. While many of the synthetic eldritch knights were killed in battle, the ones who weren't slowly saw their powers fade away and became ill. A drug form of the synthetic wild magic was developed to treat those addicts with smaller dosages, but this quickly led to abuse and even more dangerous street versions of the drug. Now, paranoid wild magic users roam outer Esri, and an ambitious drug dealer is its unofficial ruler. (laughs) Meanwhile, those lucky enough to live within the arcane bubble are either blissfully ignorant to the outside danger or racing to find a solution. This is classic coming, like that that coming home disorder. You know, it's tough. It's tough. (laughs) Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, because they were. Yeah, they have PTSD, and now they're going to come home and become alcoholics and drug addicts. Mm -hmm. And the city is run by a drug lord? The, the like, outer edge of the city. Oh. It's kind of like mob rule, basically. So we got a, this is a dome city, is what you're saying. Rich people in this town literally live in a bubble. Hell yeah. <laughs> Y'all, the Moonshine, metaphor is not subtle. Moonshine <laughs> is of the people. She isn't going to that bubble. She's going to go uh, on the outskirts. <laughs> And and talk to people and whip up a pot of jambalaya for them peasants. Cool. That might be tough to do. Let's get into it. So yeah. you guys, as you I'll approach- I'll definitely get attacked the second I take <laughs> out my slotted spoon. Also, you guys are going to Esri to like meet with the magic scientists so you guys right. can find out what's we up have, with the sword. Do have the, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, we have yeah, the sword. Yeah. So anyway, as you guys approach the outskirts of the city, you can already see the city center in the distance. There are four high rising arches that surround it. The buildings inside the center itself are blurred by the effects of the arcane force field. This is the bubble. In the outer circle, where you guys are right now, there are no big buildings, just small homes and businesses, many of them derelict or boarded up, either because they're abandoned or because the people inside don't want anyone to get in. The city does not have a lot of foot traffic, but you do see a few groups of ruffians hanging out, a shambling madman yelling at no one in particular, and a few regular people head down going about their business. So you guys get to the city gates, and you see two guards in, like, beat-up breastplates and they're just talking to each other they're paying you guys no mind as you approach on your horses yeah in the distance you hear explosions and yelling and the guards don't react they just keep talking to each other y'all i hate to say it but something's shitty in this city (laughs) (laughs) wow so crude yet so poetic yeah can i ask these guards what Hey, what's going on, and why aren't you guys concerned? What? What are you... Hey. There was an explosion. Hey. Yeah, no, there's explosions all the time. Yeah, there's fucking madmen. I don't know, man. Do you want to fight them? I don't want to fight them. We're, we're travelers. We're not quite uh, familiar with the multitude of explosions going on in your fair city. Could you let us know wh- why are there explosions? Yeah, why First you question. about it? You see, they take one look at you, Beverly, this gold-toed boy. Yes. And they say... <laughs> That's not a manicure. You don't, you look right? like a bubble boy, all right? Why don't you put your head down and just I make you have any idea boy. how many people we've killed in the last three days? <laughs> and how savagely we've done it. We ain't, I'm telling you what, we ain't uh, exactly putting our hands over people's mouths and giving them a peaceful death. <laughs> all right. Well, since you threatened me, <laughs> oh, okay. in a way, look, all right, you hear more explosions and yelling. Uh, and he goes, Oh, there's there's this drug. It's called Arcane. There's street versions of it that are super dangerous. The people who get the bad stuff, you know, they turn into crazy wild magic sorcerers, yada, yada, yada. yada, yada They're yada. out there blowing stuff up. Match. There's some guy getting wrangled right now or something. I don't know. He's shooting fire or whatever. What is he shooting, Ray? And you see the other guy. He <laughs> looks out and he goes, looks like some kind of fireball. Okay. So this is just running rampant in your city. So this is... Oh, yeah. No, yeah. What are you even doing at the gate? Um... You know, technically, we're doing a job, but we only get paid, like, five silver a day, so... Do you want to, like, check our passports or something? I just... No, I no, feel no, like no, Can I send Papa like to go scurry up the wall and then report back to me what he sees over the wall? Papa scurries up a building, and Papa scurries back. Are you going to cast Speak with Animals? No. Papa just goes... Papa, act it out. Use your charades. Use your charades. You see, he pretends to be a big buff guy. He's walking around. 
He's walking around making a serious face. <laughs> Y'all, there is some beefcake on the other side of this wall. Uh, Murph, did we rest during our journey, or was this a one-day thing? Oh, we yeah, still... no, you guys were on the road for a couple days. Okay, so we're, we're back at full health. We got our slots. Oh, yeah, you got all your you Do got I got my slots. slots? You got your slots. I have one additional question for you, the DM. Yes. Is arcane spelled a dumb way? Oh, yeah, dude. You know it is. <laughs> R period space Cain, capitalized C. Fuck yeah. Because <laughs> it is cocaine. <laughs> it's magic. It's arcane. 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 This is Adam's character. The drug dealer. Adam's the bad guy. You guys want some arcane? Um, <laughs> I, I want to ask. Uh, I, I, I talked to the guards one more time. Okay. Ray, was it? <laughs> you see Ray turns around. He was the other guy. Yeah, what? What? Hi, Beverly Togold the Fifth. Very nice to meet you. Cool. All right. What's up, Bubble Boy? <laughs> that's uh, just, that's a heartful nickname. I uh, uh, I was wondering. We we have a an item here, and we're just trying to get it uh, appraised. We're wondering who we might want to talk to yeah, about that. Yeah, no, it's just something we picked up at a flea market of no import whatsoever. Oh, that, that sword. What yeah. sword? No, no, no. no. Have you guys, did Beverly it's, show him the sword? No, no, no. It's in a cloak. Uh, no, I just, no, no, it's in a cloak? Yeah, yeah it's in a cloak. What do you, what do you got? What do you got there? It, yeah, it's a we, cloak. Dude, why do you care? Just tell us. I don't give a shit to. about a cloak. All right. We got, we, we got a cool to? coin. I got a cool coin. I want to know if it. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I, um, I hold up the. <laughs> I don't know where it's from. <laughs> Murph, I hold up the, the amulet of Pelor. He looks at it. It is made of platinum. And he goes, oh, well, yeah, I'll take that. I'll take a look at that. No. Um, no. I, I would feel more comfortable if I could hold on to it. We're just more wondering if you, you know, know anyone. I think we're just going to walk past you. I think that would be a good idea. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, I tip my hat to you, but I don't think you tip it back. Fuck you. <laughs> that's kind of what off. I was. That's kind of what I was yeah. saying. But with he gives you guys the finger. <laughs> Have a nice day. I cast my chill touch. <laughs> hey. The middle finger. You give the middle finger. <laughs> Ray flips you off as well. <laughs> they don't even notice the horse riding a horse. Yeah. <laughs> they really, they really should be impressed. Cool city. Cool city so far. Um, okay. Hmm. Yeah. Let's go in. I think we should uh, prepare for the worst and yeah. I guess go in. You, you walk into the city. You see an imposing figure in a hood cloak and he's being attacked by a madman possessed with wild magic whipping bolts of fire the figure dodges the magic deftly reaches the man bashes him with the butt of his weapon it looks like a big staff like a lance uh, the sounds of explosions and arcane energy suddenly stop and the madman is knocked out falling to the ground the imposing figure picks him up slings him over his shoulder starts walking towards the city center what? Hey! Hey! <laughs> hey! Hey! Uh, he's Adam, sir. Oh. do you hear some people yelling behind you? Oh, I keep, I keep walking. <laughs> oh shit! Oh. Yeah. This dude uh, just keeps walking. Yeah. Sir, sir, where? Uh, excuse me. Uh, I'm just a kindly crick woman looking for some hospitality outside the crick. Sir, might I find it in your bosom? I turn and look at them, but I don't. Know <laughs> I was you like, turn who, the, look. who the hell are these people? You guys see this big, imposing orc? <gasps> oh shit! Yeah. I'm an orc, baby. Oh, <laughs> he's he's wearing like black plate. He kind of looks like Batman mixed with Donatello. That's very good. <laughs> oh, that's dope. Sir, are you lance. some kind of bounty hunter? Uh, uh, yes, I am. Or sort of like a rogue police officer. I am a bounty hunter. Uh, uh, why do you inquire? Well, uh, honestly, we're looking for safe passage into the heart of this city, and it seems like the climate here is a bit complicated. I would like to approach the orc. 
uh, and I, I hold up uh, my signet ring and say, like, hello there, um, my name's Beverly, and I'm a bubble boy, and I am, uh, I've got business in the center of the city, and uh, you seem like you know your way around. Could you help me and my friends, my two scoutmasters here, uh, find our way in? Uh, there's going to be a green teen potluck in the center of the city, and we are a little bit late. I don't even know if Beverly thinks he's lying. I'm just going <laughs> to sidle up behind Beverly. Uh, hey, man, look, we got this evil sword that we need to take. We got to yeah, take it I in the center of the city. I kind of instinctively trust you. I don't okay, know so I, I, think that, I, I think that these are some uh, unhinged vagrants uh, because <laughs> they've you all come be, up and said different, different things I've never heard of before. Once chatted about an evil sword. How about this? I know what will make you more comfortable. Do you like to imbibe? Sir, Dep- how depending, would you Depending feel? on the year of the vintage, yes. Well, have you ever tried a nice vintage Crick water? <laughs> it's caffeinated uh, and alcoholic. It's sort of like Four loco. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my interest is, is peaked. Okay. <laughs> I take out a little flask, oh. and, I, uh, and I'm like, you don't drink it. You just kind of huff it. Oh. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I sniff it. What does it, it smell like? What does it actually smell like? You're Whoa. already a little drunk. <laughs> <laughs> just from smelling just it? Just from smelling it. Just I'm, very, I'm very impressed. <laughs> so you see, we're, we're the real deal. Do you, do you make this substance? What do you... <laughs> well, I got a bunch of flasks in my satchel, but I also, like, if I sweat too much, it's crick water still, even though I've been gone from the crick for a while, so... You okay. don't want to ask any more questions about it. If you, if you provide me with a dozen flagons of this, uh, <laughs> of, of this fine uh, potion, yeah. I will bring you uh, across the border and nothing more. You got it. Uh, a moonshine rifles through her satchel, pulling out just dirty clothing, just leaving <laughs> it on it the... into a flask. <laughs> God, I'm, I'm revolted. <laughs> <laughs> so she does this for a good hour and a half as everyone just sits there and, and waits. I'm sitting the down. guy over the guy, the guy wakes up. You butt him again. He goes back down. Um, I guess while she's pulling out the flask, I, I go up to the orc and say, uh, what, what is your name, uh, fair traveler? Uh, nice to meet you. My name is Stunkbug. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Your first name is Stunkbug or my your only, full name? My only name is Stunkbug. Stunk. Uh, May I call it is, you? It is a bit of an embarrassment, but is the name my mother gave me. Sir. I see. May I call you Senior Stunk? <laughs> uh, I ask that you please do that. <laughs> it's, it's she very... often doesn't listen. <laughs> it's very nice to meet you, Mr. Bug. Um, that, th- that's okay. Okay. Mr. That's okay. I, I snort slightly, but I'm like, that's okay. You can call me Mr. Bug. Can, could you please lead us into the city? Time is uh, of the essence. I've got to meet my parents soon. <laughs> okay, just... You don't embarrass me. Let's go. Uh, I will be on my best behavior. So you guys start walking. Uh, as you guys approach this arcane bubble, you see that the inside of the bubble is still just as blurry as when you were far away. And when you touch it, it's hard as a rock. But you see, um, Stinkbug, was it? Stunkbug. Stunkbug. God damn it. <laughs> this is what happens when you don't run names by me before we start. <laughs> Yo, I love it. Stunkbug is a great name. His name is goddamn Stunkbug, and Stunk, there's, Stunk AKA, bug. there's nothing I can do about it. A.K.A. Senior Stunk. <laughs> no, please do not call me <laughs> Senior Stunk. Mr. Bug is okay. Stunkbug is okay. Yeah, yeah. But Senior, Senior Stunk. You ought to draw the no. line somewhere. <laughs> so you see he's got this big blue gauntlet, holds up his hand, clenches his fist, turns blue with arcane energy. Mm. And you guys are able to put your hands on him, and he takes you guys 
into the bubble. Hmm. Is it like a transport? Is it like a teleportation feel? It feels just like walking through an Whoa. open doorway. So you guys see that immediately that inside the bubble is, bubble is a whole different world. The buildings are beautiful, <gasps> elven and gnomish architecture, all delicate, quirky, and magical. The streets are spotless. You actually see, as soon as you guys walk in, an enchanted broom starts cleaning the path behind you guys. Oh, wow. Lord. Oh, a Broomba. We have these, one of those in my house. These greedy fucking nobles. <laughs> <laughs> I know you say that, but then you're also like, I could get used to this. <laughs> Don't forget where you came from. So how long have you worked for the Inner Dome? How long have have, have I? You've been in there inside the dome for about a year now. Okay, yeah. Murph, I imagine I'd be pretty familiar with, like, Esri. I've probably been here before. Yeah. I think I did mention that uh, my parents have a townhouse here. Yes, you did. (laughs) Summer house. Summer house, yeah. Oh, a rich kid. Okay, you are a bubble boy. I'm a bubble boy. (laughs) I don't like that nickname because when I was a a little kid in kindergarten, I was blowing bubbles and some mean bullies uh, made me drink the entire bottle of bubbles. So it, it has bad connotations for me, but... Yeah, and yet you embraced it real quick. Well, you know, it's helping us get inside, so we're all swallowing our pride a little bit. Yeah. Well, it's and wonderful. It's wonderful to live inside. I used to live outside, but now I live inside, and it's much, it's much nicer in here. Oh it my! Seems a lot well, you made the transition. Yeah. So, congratulations to you on your upward progress. Thank um, you. We're looking to find. An appraiser of sorts. We've got uh, a few items that we want to get checked out. It's uh, just some run-of-the-mill family heirlooms of mine. Okay, well, if these are magical items, I have uh, great fonts of arcane knowledge, and so I could perhaps help you out. Oh, Um, so you might. Perhaps we should get, like, a nice seat somewhere so we're not doing this in the middle of the street. Yeah, is there... Can we go back to your place? Uh, (laughs) Why don't I take you to neutral territory, like... (laughs) You know, a public place where that uh, I'm not going to take you I was too a little my, forward. Uh, it's yeah. a little. It, we, know. We've known each other for ten minutes, sir. I, I, I blow it like this I'm all the time. Not ready to invite <laughs> you into my home. So, you have this guy. Usually, you bring your wild magic addicts to the police barracks. Then the police captain delivers them to the city rehab herself. Okay. Uh, so you have that. You also the other places in town that you would kind of know of. You know of this place called the Blue Mana Inn and Tavern, which is kind of this fancy tavern that has a like air elemental that makes drinks so it looks like all the drinks are floating and stuff and it's magic cool it's very posh and then you also have you know of professor duddle who has his laboratory and such i cannot wait to hear professor duddle's voice (laughs) well look i have to drop (laughs) i have to drop this fine fellow off at the police barracks um if uh you want to meet me later at professor duddle's i will introduce you and you know he can handle whatever things you need done. In the meantime, if you need some place to chill out, I suggest the Blue Mana. You must try the drinks. Ooh. It is incredible. Oh, okay. This place, the Air Elemental Bartender will blow your mind. I'm not kidding. Do they you do gotta tapas? check it out. What did you say? Do they do tapas? Small so many place. tapas. Small shared place. <laughs> Nothing but tapas. The cook would rather kill himself than serve a large plate. <laughs> You will get so full on apps. Don't even ask. Don't even, a brunch there. My God. Thank you so much. Thank you. you. Will definitely be en route to Blue Mana. I call tapas regular food. Oh my. <laughs> oh my. God, God damn it. Mobile appetite. God damn it. Because I'm small. Yes. This halfling is a cut up. <laughs> I, you know what? I don't want Bev drinking and getting True. fucked up anymore. Fair, fair, fair. I will volunteer to go with uh, Mr. Bug just so that we don't <laughs> totally lose track of him. Okay, sweet. You I don't agree to let you follow me, but I can't stop you either. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I'm very interested in the law enforcement procedures here. Do you mind if I come with you? Uh, you know, it's a free country. <laughs> <laughs> it's like kicking a dog saying no to Beverly. It's actually not. It's a monarchy, so that's not technically true, but I'll still uh, come with you. <laughs> Scouts. Uh, yeah, I need a break from that kid. I'm going to go to the Blue Mana. <laughs> this is why you don't have kids. <laughs> yeah, I'll go to the Blue, blue Mana, too. Okay. I'm going to send Pawpaw with Beverly, though. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, Pawpaw can come back and alert us. If you see yeah, a yeah. rabid little possum crawl up onto Beverly's shoulders. Oh, that's what Papa that, that's is? That's what Papa oh, is. Gross. Um, Emily, do you want to uh, give me like a little mushroom? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna put my put my hand on you, or uh-huh. I'm gonna tussle your hair and you don't know it, but I'm leaving some spores <laughs> okay. in there oh, nice. so that I can get a sense on you. Huh. So to you right now, st- stunk bug, it just looks like this little boy <laughs> has so much dandruff. Yeah. <laughs> Seems and he has far. a little possum. Yeah, I use a dry shampoo. It doesn't always work. <laughs> <laughs> but he still cleans himself way more than Moonshine does. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm taking a bath right now. Yeah, you do think puddles are baths. <laughs> Moonshine's just taking a bath in public. <laughs> You're just pouring crick water oh, on yourself. Okay, let's just go. Okay, I'm going to the barracks. <laughs> Great. I am going. I am walking. You do what you want. <laughs> Stunk bug. <laughs> God damn it. Stunkbug and Beverly take off to the barracks. Moonshine and Hard One go to the Blue Mana Inn and Tavern. We'll start with uh, Stunkbug and Beverly. <laughs> Hooray! Stunkbug and Beverly, um, you guys Here get to go. the barracks. Uh, you see it looks like a small, heavily militarized castle. It's shaped like a square, and there are four tower structures at each corner. Around the barracks are uh, what are called bubble knights. Uh, they're essentially the city watch who's jurisdiction is within the bubble. They wear this beautiful dark blue plate armor and they've got this charismatic magical glow. And are they are they human? Or are they like they're pe- they're all different kinds of races. But they're people. They're not like constructs. Right, they're okay. not constructs. Are they, they are, encased in bubbles or anything or just called bubble knights? They're just called bubble knights because they work mm. in the bubble. Gotcha. Okay, got it. Bubble knights. Yeah. Bubble 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 knights. <laughs> <laughs> they have to have a thief song. Yeah, do they have big butts? <laughs> yeah, some of them, sure. Bubble Knight is my favorite Neo uh, let me Geo roll. Game. Let me roll for how many out of 20 have big butts. That's a one. Only one. Oh. The song's just about one him. One no. with a perfect, wow. nice ass. Bubble just Knight. A gnome bubble, with bubble, a bubble, huge bubble, butt. I wink at him. <laughs> he pretends not to see you. So you guys walk into this barracks. You've got this dude over your shoulder. You plop him down to the desk sergeant, and he goes... Uh, another one stunk bug. All right. Yep. Uh, he yells to guards around. He says, all right, let's put the suppressors on for now. Captain Oswald will want to take this guy over later. Uh, and as the desk sergeant's dealing with you, you see Lieutenant Bricker, who is this dwarf woman with a full mustache. She's this by-the-books so by yeah. by <laughs> cop who you have, like, a rivalry with because you're a bounty hunter. Hello, Bricker. <laughs> stunk bug. <laughs> Renegade, bring in more of your trash in here. Is that right? The same speech every time, Bricker. I'm just trying to do my job as a bounty hunter for the Bubble City. I don't... (laughs) (laughs) I don't like the cut of your jib, stunk bug. You know, there's a reason there's a rule book, okay? You can't just throw it out. Oh, I like her. You know, I'm just as God made me, (laughs) ma'am. I can't... I can't change my ways... Hi, I'm Beverly. (laughs) (laughs) Shut shut, shut up. Do you mind if I interview you? I'm trying to get my law enforcement patch. (laughs) God damn it. Now see, now here's a kid. 
who's got his head on straight, right? <laughs> All right, Will. Captain Oswald wants to talk to you, stunk bug. I'll talk to this kid. Okay, uh, I pull out of, of a, uh, a pad, and uh, um, I guess it would be like a stylus of some sort, and I start taking notes. Good. You, cool. two, you two seem made for each other, okay. so I hope you have a nice time. <laughs> Lieutenant Bricker uh, talks to you about how important the rules are. <laughs> I agree. It talks about how bounty hunters are renegades, hmm. and you can't trust them. Oh, paladins. Uh, <laughs> trust uh, is a powerful tool. Stunkbug, you go back into Captain Oswald's office. It's got this oak desk covered in papers and scrolls. There are candles magically hovering in the corners of the room, giving it a soft glow. Uh, Captain Oswald is this tall, elven woman with bright yellow hair, gleaming with magical energy. She wears the same dark blue armor as the other bubble knights. You see, as soon as you walk in, uh, she closes the door behind you, and you guys are in uh, this room by yourselves. And she says... Oh, the sexual tension is cracking already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, some Anything of, could happen in here. Some, of, some of the candles start uh, crackling a little harder, <laughs> possibly feeding off the arcane sexual energy. <laughs> uh, There's just an attraction. It's never been yeah. spoken. There's just an attraction. <laughs> you haven't had sex until you've had magic sex. <laughs> it's different. Uh, so she uh, turns to you and she says, I've got a lead on our guy. There's an underground fight ring happening in the basement of the Bone and Barrel. Uh, you know the Bone and Barrel as being this like sort of roughneck bar that's in the outer rim of the city, kind of like the Mos Eisley Cantina. And she says, apparently one of the brawlers tonight is one of Scullis's guys, so there's a good chance he'll be there. All right, then I'll be there too. All right, just be careful. Well, I can't, I can't hold myself responsible for what I do uh, when I see Scullis, considering ah. what he did to my brother. <laughs> I understand, Stunkbug. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not going to be able to get your revenge if you just start a fight with him out in the open in a bar. I know, I know. That bar is crawling with his men. Make sure if you do anything, there's not too many people around. Oh, Okay. I knock on the door and say, do you know where the bathroom is? <laughs> Why don't you get going? <laughs> okay. I don't know who that is. Okay. Who's, did, did you, are you Mr. letting Mr. Bug, it's me, Beverly. Is I it bring your you. halfling to wool work day? Like, I don't know who this kid is. Anyway, as always, this conversation never happened. Of course. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Thank you I didn't hear it. I, I, I linger and try, and try to get her gaze for an extra moment. <laughs> okay. You see, she kind of looks at you, considers it for a second, and then looks away. You should go. I'll, I'll see. I'll see you. I, I can't think of anything cool to say, and I leave. <laughs> I try to say something smooth, and I bail. <laughs> Stunk bug leaves. Opens the door. Beverly's right there. God damn it! <laughs> Hi. Who is that? Uh, a friend. I slam the door. Heck, great. Uh -huh. Huh, you looked at her for a long time. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you need to use your eyes to see things that oh. you want to, if you want to know where they are. That's exactly <laughs> what Lieutenant Breaker said. You see Lieutenant Breaker rounds the corner. Well, well, well. If it's not oh, the God. bounty hunter. We just did this like five minutes ago. You're a cutthroat stunk bug, and I don't same, like it. Literally the same speech. A privateer, a pirate. Why don't you take your gold and go? And she throws you ten gold. Okay, th thank you. Kind of discriminatory. You're just throwing it at me? Well, it's in a little pouch. Okay. I pick it up from the ground. I say thank you. 
Thank you very much. You're welcome. I wasn't expecting you to say thank you, but... <laughs> well, I believe in being professional, Bricker. No one loves professionalism more than Lieutenant Candace Bricker. <laughs> I... Candace, you know, we don't... Do not call me Candace, damn it. I just think we don't need to have a contentious relationship, Candace. You just take the book and you throw it out the window. <laughs> Well, why don't you follow the book out the window and skedaddle? Where? What exactly is the book? I've never seen the book. You talk about the book the like it's a physical book. The book's out there. Go get it. This is a metaphor the out that there. you keep using to, to refer to some body of laws. I, um, I'm I, going to go. I start tugging on, <laughs> on Mr. Bug, being like, we got to go catch up with him. I do thank Lieutenant Bricker for the uh, honorary police chief badge. That uh, It's a sticker. It's a golden sticker that she gave me, and I have put it on my, my sash. Cool. Lieutenant Bricker uh, gets down on one knee and says <laughs> to you, you be careful around this guy. He'll do anything for a gold piece. I'll well, keep that in mind. I mean, so we all need to eat, so everyone would. <laughs> I have a lot of gold pieces, so I'll be careful. <laughs> oh, no, yep, don't definitely don't mention that outside of the bubble, kid. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh. bubble boy, why don't you get going? <laughs> okay. All right. All right, I guess we head back towards the blue mana. So, Moonshine and Hard One, uh, meanwhile, you guys have been having a drink over at the Blue Mana Inn and Tavern. It's a small, posh little cocktail bar. There are little blue spheres inside magic lanterns that turn the whole room a light shade of blue. You see all these kind of well-to-do gnomes and elves sitting about drinking fancy cocktails and this air elemental whipping them up seemingly out of thin air. You guys been sitting at the bar I've for a little two. bit? got <laughs> two. What, what always drinking two drinks? That's, These, that's my thing. Oh, uh, what did you order, by the way? Like, did uh, you order anything special? Did you ask for? I, I said, "What's your biggest uh, air? What is it called?" He, the air elemental, asked you what your mood was. You just hear a whisper on the wind. <laughs> Whatever you're feeling, fierce, Ve very avant-garde. I'm fearing. I'm feeling fierce, and I'm feeling it twice. He pours you two shots of regular whiskey. <laughs> but it looks super magical when he does it. But you notice it's like name brand. He tries to hide the label from you, but it's clearly like Maker's Mark. <laughs> yeah, our guardian used to drink that at the Dwarfenage, actually. Uh, you don't see it, but you feel the wind turn to you, Moonshine. What are you feeling? Honestly, I'm feeling open to a new experience. Fertile as always. New experience. Are you sure about that? Did you say you feel fertile? Yeah, I'm <laughs> dangerously fertile. fertile. <laughs> um, Probably shouldn't drink, know. but... I don't know. When you whisper it, I feel less open to a new experience, but uh, yeah, I'm feeling open. All right. <laughs> Uh, you see, he pours. He pours wrong. from all of these different bottles. <laughs> They're just like regular stuff, like schnapps and shit. But this then there's like a Long Island, Island iced tea, iced tea, iced tea, iced tea so far. Yeah. <laughs> he, he he makes you a Long Island iced tea. But then you see this little cauldron come up, oh. and he pours some mysterious frothy green liquid in it, and he hands it to you. There it is. A new experience. <laughs> 
<laughs> this feels yeah, like it could be. I think be I a, just got a, roofie. Yeah, <laughs> should do definitely do a. Uh, so meanwhile, uh, Beverly and Stunkbug show up in the tavern. You see, <laughs> I greet everybody. Francois, good to see you. How have you been? Hey, <laughs> hello. How are you? This orc, you just upgraded your life seat. so much. It feels like you went from outside, like outside of town oh, yeah. to inside. Oh, I used high to society. live. I used to live in literal shit. And you're not looking back. <laughs> and now Dang. I, now I live. High on the hall, you know. It's I've a rags got to a, riches, man. I've got yeah. a view. The bubble dream. Yeah. <laughs> so, Can I ask you a personal question? Yeah. Did you have to turn your back on where you came from to improve <laughs> your station? Did you betray someone to get here, or is this just a hard work? It was. Kinda? It was a matter of. It was a matter of hard work. Uh, I. Uh, well, my brother was murdered by arcane oh. dealers. Okay. And, uh, We're getting I... into it, huh? <laughs> yes. Thank you. Honestly, I appreciate the fact that you feel comfortable enough with us to talk about what you've been through, and I'm, I'm gonna so sorry. I'm going to finish my first draft. I, yeah. I am having second thoughts now that you put it that way. <laughs> I am, why am I being so forthcoming? I want to order a drink for um, for Mr. Bug. Yes, how are you feeling? A dry martini, please? <laughs> of course, Mr. Bug. <laughs> Oh, thank Mr. You, Bug. Thank you, Reggie. <laughs> Reggie whips up a dry martini and words it for you. Uh, Stunkbug, you look over at Moonshine's drink. You recognize that as being this crazy fucking psychedelic trip drink. Oh, wow. I haven't taken Go- a sip yet because I'm worried I got roofied. Will you smell it and tell me if something's wrong? Is this something people drink regularly? Do people, I- people drink it sometimes. What okay. it does mechanically is you roll a D6 twice one of your stats turns to one, and one of your stats goes up to thirty. Drink it, drink it. I say, I say. Oh, Reggie is very good at these. Okay. You should give it a try. I throw it back. <laughs> he throw it back. Roll me a d6. Three. Three. Okay. Roll it again. Four. Moonshine. You take a sip. Your constitution shoots up to thirty. Oh. You are suddenly like super buff and hearty. And you feel healthier and happier than you've ever felt. My word, your skin is glowing. But your intelligence is a one. You are a complete fucking moron. Welcome to the family, You can't even even speak. We're siblings? You can't even speak. You don't know what that means. You turn to Papa. Papa Papa is smarter than you right now. Papa, you see Papa looks at you super concerned. You see, they just start yapping at each other. It's Hardware crazy. Is just super impressed by her calves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fun that they're almost as big as mine now. She's crazy buff. It's fun that that's permanent. Wow. Healthy and dumb. Good combination. <laughs> I, I drank this once. I had the best sex of my life on this. Let me tell you. Woke up with a hangover to next week. Oh, it was great. Ow. Yeah. But Reggie loved it. <laughs> Reggie loved it. That's me right. and Reggie. <laughs> Um, go out in the desert, knock a couple of these back. Have a great weekend. Can I whisper to Reggie? Yes. You know what I want, big guy? I can't read your mind. Oh, okay. Uh, Sprite then. Sprite. <laughs> of course. <laughs> seven up okay. <laughs> seven up's fine. We have cherry seven up. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ch- cherry seven up, please. Great. I make it myself. I oh, put cool. cherries in seven up. <laughs> okay. He's muddling cherries. He pours seven up, and you see him really laboriously squeeze a cherry into it. You make everything seem harder than it is. Does it have a little? Does it have a tiny little sword in it? 
I'm so sorry. We we have a little umbrella if you'd like. I mean, if anything, at this place, the mocktails are better than the cocktails. That's what I'm sure. Yeah. Moonshine has wandered behind the bar and is eating the uh, <laughs> garnishes. <laughs> Our shared plates are just coming out now. Oh, she's Moonshine. Have a good time. We have fritters. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not want all yours? <laughs> I have a mouthful of, of cocktail uh, straws. I hold up a plate of sliders and say, ooh, three hamburgers. <laughs> Moonshine and, and I agreed that I would get two and she would have one, but I guess you can have hers. Moonshine just starts eating the plate. <laughs> so, Mr. Bug, you said that there was a... Um, uh, a, an arcane dealer or some sort of a professor? Ah, yeah, yeah, yes, 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 yes. Uh, uh, my brother was was murdered by arcane dealers. I'm sorry to hear that. By an arcane dealer named Scullis. So you essentially, you saw your brother killed by this arcane dealer. You remember seeing him snort this big line of this blue powder and unleash this crazy lightning spell that shocked your brother and he was dead instantly. You were able to escape. You were able to- and I was just an orc living in literal shit you when were just this happened. An orc living in shit. You made your way into the bubble um, by volunteering for a program with mm. Professor Duddle. Yeah. Uh, and he was making a new series of Eldritch Knights that used wizardry instead of sorcery. So mm. instead of like injecting people with wild magic, what he did is he actually went into your fucking brain and changed <laughs> your memories so mm -hmm. that you studied magic. So you have all of these weird memories of you just in a weird white void reading books. Yep. Love it. And now... I am an extremely smart orc. <laughs> so I may even be the smartest orc in the world. I'm not sure. Congrats. I'm a very, wow. not before, bef when I lived outside, very stupid. Three <laughs> word sentences, max. Now I enjoy the opera. Oh. I read quite a lot. You know, the finer <laughs> things. What do you I read? I eat guys? tapas every day. <laughs> I haven't, again, I haven't eaten a large plate meal in over a year, and I'm happier for it. Have you read Dragon Anatomy? Uh, yes. It's great. I'm I'm working my way through it right now. Very graphic, but a lot of a lot of stuff I didn't know about. Moonshine, Children's literature, but I enjoyed it. Moonshine is still behind the bar, and she has the sink going, and she's trying to put the water back into the faucet. <laughs> she's so Moonshine, you suddenly out. kick out of it. It's like salvia. It's like real quick, okay. and all of a sudden you're just washing your hands behind the bar, I and you I'm hear the bar back now. <laughs> the air elemental goes. Please go around the front. <laughs> this is for staff only. Oh, so I don't work here. You don't work here. Oh, okay. So she's back to normal. Now? She's back to normal. Oh, okay. I wonder back. <laughs> she heard nothing. Oh, do you mind repeating? Fun time, that? right? <laughs> Wasn't it? Well, cool. You later. washed your hands. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't tell her my backstory. <laughs> Beverly has to whisper it to her. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Who ate my slider? <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> I raised my hand to get a new plate of sliders. <laughs> How are you feeling? <laughs> it's just two whiskeys, Reg. Well, I I was gonna make you some special sliders, but fine, you'll just get regular hamburgers. That's good. I'm, I'm, I have a feeling they were gonna be regular hamburgers anyway. They, I have chicken. They I'm could have been chicken cool. sliders. I'm eating a radicchio side salad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nibbling on some Kara Age fried chicken. <laughs> I, I peek behind the screen. 
Adam and I were talking about his character beforehand, and he said he wanted him to be Orc Frasier. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is, that is the pitch. Wait, are you wearing like a turtleneck and a blazer? <laughs> yes. Holy well, I shit. was imagining like I'm wearing a lot of purple velvet. Oh wow! Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's a oh tailored my God. I have a tailored armor on. Oh yeah, it's you like it's like picture it a lot like... of people get their armor off the rack, but you gotta honestly get it tailored, or it'll never fit. Just right. That's really cool. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, I love that film. I respect Mr. Bugs so much. <laughs> I do We'd, too. It'd be cool if we could visit the tailor at some point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't yes. mind getting some really oh, nice fucking. Rides. You have to meet Renee. He's <laughs> the best. I think after we go to uh, your professor, I would love to stop by. Uh, I would Renee. love yeah. to stop by right, Renee. Right. We got this evil sword yeah. that we should show the professor. Do you guys spoken want the like check? a true stuff? <laughs> yeah. Can we get the sliders to go? Can I just say I've just? I mean, it's not. It's that pro of nothing, but it came to me now that Stunk Bug has a ponytail. Yeah. Can I just oh, yeah. say yeah. that he has a he has like a like. A, a waist length, beautifully combed Holy shit. ponytail. Oh my like, god! It's oh, really, man. it's really beautiful. It's like luxurious. The <laughs> hospitality in me is desperate to just give you a scalp massage, turn it into a braid. Yeah. Oh, can you? Oh, you can braid hair. Yeah, I, I point to my amazing braid. Oh my. <laughs> yeah, that I was, spent yeah, all night on that. She's so you're me. telling me you make delicious wine? Yeah. And you braid hair. My, I wouldn't call it wine. You but are the yeah. perfect woman. <laughs> Did you know you're the perfect woman? You know this is amazing because I just I, I, I travel with these two and they just you know they now, complain about how I smell or I don't shower. I know that or... is <laughs> made recommendations. We just say made. sometimes that it would be fine if you did. I offered you soap. I try to give you positive encouragement when you do things, like wash your hands. <laughs> hey guys, the bar's pretty crowded. Yeah, so. we're out of okay, here. All right, okay, 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 okay. All right, let's go. Let's go introduce you to the professor. Okay. Cool. So you guys go to Professor Duddle's laboratory. You make your way over to Duddle's lab. Uh, you see, it's this big metal kind of steam punk looking dome building. It's almost shaped like an igloo with the entrance jutting out at the end of a little hallway coming off the main dome. The windows are bright with lights shooting out from the inside, occasionally changing color and pulsating with arcane energy. Uh, you see that the front door is a thick, thick metal. I knock on the door. You knock and you hear a robotic voice from the inside go, who is it? <laughs> oh no. Uh, I say, hello, it's Stunk Bug. <laughs> Oh, stunk bug, my best friend. <laughs> it's me, Juan. <laughs> How are you, Juan? Just let us in. You know a robot? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's Juan, so cool! Juan opens the door. You see Juan, he's this clockwork automaton who looks like a gnome. He has a glowing purple core at the center of all his gears and springs and complex machinery. Uh, and he looks at you, stunk bug, and he goes, Oh, you brought friends. So wait, he's a gnome, so he's like a little smaller than me? I am not really a gnome. And you see he looks so hurt by this. <laughs> hey, my Juan? name. Juan? Yes. You're whatever you want to be. Yeah. And then I play a song on the fiddle uh, to inspire him. I take out New <laughs> Betsy and I play and I play a really, really slow inspirational song about how you can be whatever you want. He looks at you, stunk bug. Is this music good? <laughs> uh, oh, now that's the saddest thing he oh said my so God. far. I mean, I do love the uh, folk music of the common classes. <laughs> uh, why don't you roll a performance check, Moonshine? <laughs> okay. Okay. 
I got a seven. Okay. It sounds real bad to uh, me. Okay. All right. Well, I well I still say that in order to be. I'm like, I'm like, oh, very good. It's fine. You know. This is great. I'm so obsessed with this automaton because I desperately want one for my birthday, and my parents won't get me one. They not because they not can't res- afford it, but because they don't respect you. Yes, precisely. They say I'm not responsible <laughs> enough. It is the most beautiful song I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, Melora. But- Someone taught you manners. <laughs> Hi, good manners. my name is Juan. Or <laughs> hey. technically, number Juan. But I call oh, myself Juan. I That's get cute. It. Good I to get meet it. you. Very clever. Uh, do you work for a wizard? I work for Professor Duddle. He okay. is my best friend. <laughs> Can you take us to Professor Duddle? What is your name? Hard one, Surefoot. You've probably heard of me. I am the Bastard of the Mountain. Uh, great Axe of Iron Deep. You, you see, he hesitates <laughs> for a moment, trying to like pick up on your facial cues. Yes, I have heard of you. Oh, man, that feels like when you told her the song was good. Oh, so it was like entirely true. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> yes, what? I will take you to the Professor, my new best friends. What? Everyone you meet is your best friend. <laughs> That is true. I guess I just have a sunny outlook. (laughs) Juan, you're kind of stressing me out a little bit. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. You see, he just looks at you for a long time. Am I making you sad? No. In fact, your existence makes me so happy. (laughs) I I just, the sun shines a little brighter just knowing that you're gracing this green earth. He looks down, and then he looks up at you with cold robot eyes (laughs) and says... No one has ever been this nice to me. <laughs> oh, Melora, get me out of this guy's <laughs> So Juan, I'm a little hurt because I gave him a present on his birthday. Aw. Oh. It is my most cherished gift. <laughs> all right. Well, what was Juan, it? you lost it the day you got it. We all see through your bullshit. <laughs> I would You never, are a lying robot. I would never lose a gift from a friend. <laughs> it was a gift card. What was it? What was it, stunk bug? <laughs> you know, no, no. It was. No, what it was we, wait, hold up. We're going to say time. You guys say it at the same time. One, two, three. A locket. It was, <laughs> I was going to say, it was, uh, it was a CD of, <laughs> of opera of my favorite artist. <laughs> that he wore on a necklace through the hole. <laughs> yes, oh, I, thought, I thought it was it a was necklace. A magical musical locket. <laughs> I plays opera music. I put it in a jewelry box. All right, checks out. Can we please meet the professor? <laughs> no, I want to. Ke- I want to continue this conversation. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you see, Juan leads you down a long, sterile hallway, then into the lab itself. You see dozens of these clockwork creatures hard at work. There are a few who look like gnomes putting together a suit of this bubble knight armor on a stand. Uh, you see a drone-like one flying around, surveying Whoa. the lab. You see that there are a couple spider ones carrying chemicals and beakers, like moving tables. Should we put on like face masks or gloves? Or... <laughs> Don't worry. This is uh, Just, all you know. very. Yeah, this is all very normal. I'm sorry. Have you not been inside an arcane laboratory before? We've you never know, even been to the Bubble City before. Yeah, honestly, no, I haven't. I've been well, on one. I guess, and, yeah. I, guess, I guess I'm really feeling my privilege then. <laughs> honestly, that was my first slider earlier. <laughs> so you guys see a door. Everyone you guys loves see a... sliders now. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the hall, you see a doorway, and you see red energy, like, exploding out. And Juan says, the professor is in there. Thank you, Juan. Thank you, Juan. I Uh, give him, I put a coin in his mouth. (laughs) Why? (laughs) 
Why did you do? Are you bullying me? I thought I thought you might like it and also do a dance. Are you? <laughs> That's I what, guess young I am paladin. just a robot never, to you after what, all. I just and Juan Juan sulks off. Okay, what's your alignment, young man? I'm so I I misread the situation. Beverly, Juan is a friend. I I, I apologize to Juan. I'm <laughs> very sorry. He's gone. Juan's gone. He's gonna cry. He's gonna be crying for a week. All right, wow. he's, a, he's a very sensitive soul. You know, we see the same therapist, <laughs> and she's extremely expensive, and that's going to be at least three sessions well, he could have used to the wipe that I hurt away. <laughs> uh, you see, finally, the arcane energy from out under the door stops, and you see the professor, this little gnome in a little white lab coat. He's bald on top with white hair oh, on the sides. Cute. He's bald? He's bald. White hair on the sides. <gasps> Oh, there are superstitions about bald people at the Crick? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we love them. We love bald people. <laughs> no ponytail, though? Moonshine nope. is just sitting on her hands trying not to touch his head. <laughs> so you see he's got this weird spider clockwork on his head, huh? and he goes, Oh, yes, stung bug. Great to see you. Hello, I was professor? just finishing an experiment. Oh, well, what are you... What are you working on this week, Professor? Well, <laughs> I'm trying to use that uh, that wizardry procedure that we did on you. Ah, uh, yeah. Thank it's, you again. Of course, of course. Made me very intelligent, whereas before, oh, I was as dumb as a bag that of bricks. That is absolutely true. You were very stupid. I was so stupid. A stupid boy. A stupid boy indeed. Well, anyway, the spider shoots arcane energy into my eyeballs, right? It goes into my brain. I try to imagine something, and then the spider lays an egg, and I try to see if I eat that egg, if it gives me a memory. Let's see. And you see the spider. Oh, dear. <laughs> the, spider, the spider crawls forward, lays this red egg, and he goes, Ah, oh, yes, now to eat the egg. You as he does to... this, I wait, say, wait, wait. as he does this, I say, the professor is very good. <laughs> really, I, I want to do a roll to, like, mind. Can we can we do like a roll to just insight this egg? Make sure that this egg is safe to consume. Sure, you can do an insight check on the egg. Okay. Ooh, that's a three. Looks like a good egg. Cool. <laughs> that is a red egg that a robot spider laid. <laughs> wow, so, Bev. So you Deep. see, the professor gets down on his hands and knees, grabs the egg off the ground. He holds it up to his mouth and he says. I have never eaten a strawberry. So I imagined in my head <laughs> eating a strawberry, and now I'm going to eat this and see if I can remember eating a strawberry. <laughs> and he bites into it, and he goes, I don't know if that worked because I don't know what a strawberry tastes like. I'll try ah, it. Flaw. I already consumed it, the whole, my friend. Like, all right, kiss me. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? No, no, no. Kiss him. <laughs> No. Of course. <laughs> Stunkbug, who are your friends? <laughs> uh, these are, uh, well, there's some new acquaintances I met outside of the city, and they have uh, a few uh, items of mysterious and or magical origin that they uh, need identified, and I thought you might be interested. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, whip it out. Whip it out. Uh, wh wow. Whip it out. Sorry. What what whip it out. You. you. I was you really looking forward to it. Yeah, I, please... Come the, magical, the magical, magical like, yeah, item. I was very interested in your opinion until you ate the egg that you were hoping tasted like a strawberry, right. having yes. never had a strawberry before. Uh, but hey, fuck it. Here, this it's an evil sword. <laughs> you, you hold it up. You yes, know that is a cursed weapon. Well, we knew that. Any? Yeah. Can you elaborate? Do you guys want to see something really cool? Are you going to eat another egg? Are you gonna... <laughs> I am not going to eat another egg. I do. I do want to see it. 
Something cooler than eggs? <laughs> What's cooler? Uh, okay, yeah. I can't promise that it'll be cooler than eggs. Does it involve the sword? Because if you're going to do something with a sword, I'd like you to run it by a... It does involve the sword. Would you like me to remove the curse from this sword? Oh. Well, I'm curious if you remove the curse, will it then just be a normal sword? Or Here will it is retain? the great thing about the great Professor Duttle, and that is... I am able to break magic down to the cellular level. I can destroy the curse while maintaining the magical properties of the sword. Hey, that sounds pretty good. Have you? Okay. I, I turn to uh, Stunkbuck. Has he done this before? Uh, I've seen believe- him do shit like this. Yeah, yeah. he does incredible right. things every day. And you can vouch that he's not just a straight-up evil guy? No, <laughs> he's made me a, a very smart orc with magic powers. Whereas yeah. before, again, I lived in literal shit. Right. Huh. Yeah. I ate shit because I was so dumb. I <laughs> ate shit because I thought it was food. Or you the, just yeah. had a curious palate. I uh-huh. mean, I'm not going to look down on something. I do have a curious palate now, and maybe yeah. that's where it comes from. Dung is the tapas of the body. <laughs> Would you like me to look at your uh, sword? Just for the record, it's not. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna get, I'll am gonna. i hand him the sword. Yeah. Cool. You see he puts on these comically huge gloves and grabs the sword. <laughs> ah, yes. Cursed sword. Cursed sword. Follow me. Follow me. And okay. he walks into the next room. Um, is the is the spider still on his head? Yes, okay. sure. Yeah. <laughs> the spider crawls back onto his head. Yeah. Can I make an arcana check Ooh. on like the energy and stuff that was coming out of the room to see if I know anything about it? Sure. Okay, we got. A, I rolled a nine. And cool. then whatever is whatever next your to arcana. arcana skill. It'll is. probably be intelligence oh. plus. Oh, oh, I see. Oh, I see. Plus four. So uh, thirteen. Thirteen. Right. Cool. Pretty good. You know that the procedure that he did to you involved yeah. implanting wizardry into yeah. your brain, implanting these memories. What he was trying to do is make like a drug for that, yeah. so that he wouldn't have to do. I was just trying to check one. if there was anything dangerous. There was energy coming out. If there was like anything dangerous. No, the, okay. normal. Normal. All right, shit. then I walk in. Uh, you guys all go into the next room. Uh, you see, there aren't as many clockworks in here. This appears to be Duddle's personal workspace. It's smaller. There's a chair that looks almost like a dentist's chair with tools hovering over it. You can assume that's where he was experimenting on himself. Uh, on the other side of the room is a glass partition. Uh, and you see Professor Duddle walks up and places the cursed sword into a little pipe, into a little chute, and it goes whoosh, and gets sucked up through the pipe. Goes and you stole my sword. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Marvel, sword. you got robbed. Let the professor work. Uh, suddenly you see the sword whoosh, pop up on the other side of the glass partition. Uh, you see Duddle walk over to a little machine and he starts pressing buttons. You watch, uh, it looks like in slow motion that the sword goes from having these black and white flames that the flames suddenly slow down and stop looking like flames but look like little black and white dots. You suddenly see lasers come in and start shooting the white ones until there's only black ones left. The whole image speeds back up and there's only black flames. Oh. And then he turns to you guys and he says, uh, who, who of you will be using this sword? Would you? I, I could also transfer the magical properties to another weapon if you'd like. Probably me, right? I thought it would be I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, Wait. who uses a two-handed weapon? Uh, I, I do. Also, you, I do. You, I, you are carrying a long sword and a shield, my friend. Oh, that's true. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is my sword. Would, I'm, I don't care whose sword it is. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll take it. Do you want the sword, or would you I like do. me to I, I actually, I killed meat? the king that it belonged to. Oh, okay. that is true. Do you wield true. a two-handed sword? Yeah. I wield a two-handed great axe now. Wait, so we're cursing an axe? Oh, no, 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 no. The curse is gone. I shot the curse. We all saw that. Oh, yeah, that's I what see, happened. I see, I see. 
It I took us a while to eyes. get there. These guys have never seen this before. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give this... I really hate to part Outlanders. with the axe even for a moment, but I want to give you the axe and turn that shit magic. Don't worry. It's in good hands. You see him shove it so hard. It like doesn't quite fit. It was clearly made for a sword. Easy. He shoves Easy. it in that there. That was my dad's, and I don't know who he is. <laughs> oh, so. yes. Okay. Well, it's going to go in there. Yeah, it's normally made for swords, but... Okay. All right. Oh, not, wow. not quite an elegant weapon, is it? Uh, he shoves you it in there. Just, it's an elegant weapon. You're you an elegant just man. scuffing up that uh, handle, huh? <laughs> you see it Dang, appears... That thing looks... You see it appears in the glass case, hovering next to the sword. Uh, you see Duddle presses some buttons in the machine, and whoosh, you see the black dots transfer from the sword over to the axe. The dots speed up and become flames again, and you see the axe crackle with black flame. Then suddenly there's a ding like a microwave. Oh, it's finished! <laughs> and it comes back out the tube, and he hands it to you. And your axe is now... A plus one X, so you get Ooh. plus one to attack rolls and to damage. Wow. And you also get to roll an extra D12 if you crit. That's dope. Ooh. That is, and I you gotta, crit on 19 and 20. Yeah. I got to come up with a name for this axe. Every oh, great true. axe has a great name. Yeah, really Pawpaw does. 3. <laughs> <laughs> Pawpaw's Claw. Mishka's Revenge. Oh, that's pretty good. Oh, that is good. You oh. see Professor Duddle uh, looks at the computer and he goes like, Ah, yes, this curse. If you were to wield this, you would be driven mad and attack everyone near you. Thank God we didn't use it on the roof. Sounds bad. Yes, oh, you would have kept shit. attacking people until you passed out. Isn't that something? Oh my God, you guys would have had to fucking swing at me. But the That's... curse has been removed. Curse has been removed. Yeah. Totally, 100%. Professor, 100%, professor, yes. I've I have a bit of an interest in this cloak. I know it's got a plus one to AC. I'm just wondering if you know anything of the origin of it. I deal more with the scientific properties of things, not so much the history of them. Okay. Did you buy it at a store, perhaps? No. Where did you find the cloak? A dead body. I have to. Sorry, it is getting a little bit late. I do have a prior engagement at the underground fighting ring uh, where I need uh, to uh, go take revenge on my nemesis, Skullis. So, oh, uh, very nice meeting all of you. Wait, wow, wait, wait, wait. Was wait, wait, wait. an insane thing. <laughs> just let out there. Not a casual thing to say, and yet it came out so casually. Oh, well, you know, I just say, hey, why, uh, why, why keep secrets, you know? <laughs> Tell you, man, you brought us to this crazy professor who just gave me a magic axe. Can we come to the fighting ring with you? Well, let's see. Can you... Uh, are you guys good at uh, murdering your enemies? That's the only thing we know how to do. <laughs> oh, really? I, I would say a couple days ago, I would have told you my best skill was cooking, and now it is murdering my enemies. Let me ask cooking you this. Cooking a close second. Are you good at working stealthily without attracting a lot of attention? Absolutely not. I would not. gladly <laughs> pass without trace on all of us. Oh, Still, that's true. Yeah. yeah, we're a little better at it now. Little uh, China's gotten better at it. I'm I'm dynamite at it. Because I was told specifically not to cause a ruckus is going to be a, a mm. is going to be a stealth commando operation. Stealth it, operation. That is my shit. I mean, each is, each of my legs is the size of this kid right here. But I I can handle. Yeah, I haven't I known you guys very long, but uh, I mean, so far you've been on the up and up. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I have these boots that are the boots of elven kind. They make me super stealthy. In addition to that, I can cast a spell on all of us to make us super stealthy. In addition to that, I love killing folk <laughs> that deserve it, of course. Who precisely you're going after the guy who killed your brother? Yeah, Skullis, the guy who, uh, yeah, he murdered, he made my brother explode. 
with lightning after uh, doing drugs. Is Skullis the guy that is supplying all the drugs to the people living outside the bubble? I be- we believe he is, yes. <gasps> Let's clean well, up this here city. We can yeah. lend you a hand. Yes. I think all the people outside the bubble need to be tasting the sliders of this town. <laughs> That's true. Uh, justice. Oh, is we're served. not going to let the rabble in necessarily. Justice is served, and it's coming in three small hamburgers. <laughs> um, before would, we, would, if you guys are are, are going to be uh, going off and uh, doing crazy things like fighting Skullis, who who, by the way, good luck. That this city needs to be cleaned up. Thank and I you. think you're just the man to do it, Stunkbug. Thank you. You know what? I have. An untested potion. It, it should give you the benefits of a long rest without having to take a long rest. Whoa. Wait, how many have you? Oh, only have one? No, no, no. I have one for Lord. each of you. Yes. I don't have many. So actually, I said oh, it was untested. Lord. I've actually tested it on myself. I will say you will go crazy if you do it twice before you take an actual long rest. So just have one. One for each of you. Fair enough. Or you okay. will go crazy. Do you have any uh, extra memory eggs? Memory yeah. eggs. Well, they don't work. <laughs> if you would like to see if this spider would like to poop up a memory of me eating a strawberry, <laughs> you can tell me if it tastes like strawberries. I'll take one for the road. Yeah. Okay. We all the want spider poops take, out. What are they called? The takeaways? Or what are they called? The <laughs> oh, one doggy those? bags? No, no, no. The, the oh, uh, walk me down. I'll oh, take yeah. a walk me down egg. Yeah, cool. we all take walk me downs. Uh, the spider poops out four red eggs. <laughs> Wait, before we go, uh, I do want to... Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to take it and put it in my pouch. I, I hold up my amulet to Professor Duddle, uh, and I want to know if he has any thoughts on uh, the, the crack that formed in it. Ah, religious nonsense. <laughs> Some sort of bad omen? I don't know. What is it you clerics call it? Uh, I mean, uh, perhaps, I, I thought it was similar to the cursed sword, perhaps. Mm, seems dumb. Okay, Seems well, like not magic. All right. You, you know what? You can have this egg. <laughs> He takes, he takes back the strawberry egg. That's fine. I'm going to eat it, and I'm also going to eat a strawberry to see if it tastes like strawberries. Good why luck with that. Never, why have you never had a strawberry? I mean, they're on every menu. It just never came around. How old are you? I'm 320 years old. And you I'm, never had a strawberry? You're eating spider shit, and you never had a strawberry? It's not spider shit. It's a clockwork automaton. <laughs> just they, have a strawberry. I mean, Professor Duddle... I can get you strawberries. My grocer gets them very fresh. All right, oh bring me back. I'm happy to send you a Bring me a back fruit some basket. strawberries. All right, okay, let's, head to, gonna, let's head to the fight right now. I'm just now. telling you right now, if you if you open up your door tomorrow and if Juan opens it up and finds a fruit basket on your doorstep, you'll know it's for me, okay? Yes. <laughs> Sounds great. You see he's already working on something else. He's just reading a book, ignoring you. All right, guys, we're going to call it there. That's the end of our episode. All right. Uh, Thank you to our guest, Adam Conover. Guys, you can catch Adam on Adam Ruins Everything Presents Reanimated History. That's Tuesdays at 1030 on True TV, and you can watch him game on Twitch TV slash Adam Conover. Which, why wouldn't you? That sounds so fun. Yeah, you're all nerds. You're listening to a <laughs> D&D podcast. You and check like out my games. TV show, Billions, on Showtime. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be on TV too, man. Just watch me play Hearthstone. I don't stream it, but like, come to my house and do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Caldwell lives at. <laughs> just give out his address. <laughs> Everyone plugs their uh, projects, and Caldwell just gives, <laughs> yeah, out, Caldwell his address. gives out his address. <laughs> every what week. up? I'm hoping that people will show up. Persona to Five. I will have salsa. Cool guys. We'll pick up back in Esri next week. Uh, Adam will be back, and we'll continue this little story. Uh, follow us on Twitter at chmurf is me at Caldwell is Caldwell at Eastford is Emily at Jake Hurwitz is Jake at, uh, con- at 
Adam Conover. At, at, Adam Conover is Adam. Uh, you can check out our subreddit, R Not Another DND Podcast. That's DND Podcast. Yeah. Uh, uh, if you want to tweet about the show, do it using hashtag NADPod. Oh, wait, a... before we go, yeah. we got to say thank you to this. Yes, we, we got to oh, say right, thank right, you right. to some people. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, I, I want to give a quick shout out to uh, James T for sending in this uh, Opa Aladdin style uh, Funko Pop, which is sitting on the table in front of me. Uh, and it helps. It honestly helps focus me, helps center me during sessions. Uh, <laughs> and we also got to give such a legit shout out to Scott. That's as much as he gave us, um, who sent us a- He gave us so much more. Yes. He gave us so much more. Who needs a name when you get a handmade clay figurine of Papa. So, so legit. Check it's it out at- um so cute. Yeah, Where is that on your- so we put it, Yeah, we put it on NADPOD art. Cool. Guys, check that out on Instagram. And tweet about the show at hashtag NADPOD, N-A-D-D-P-O-D, baby. Woo! We are, we are, the youth of the nation, we are, we are. That was a HeadGum Podcast.